Welcome everyone, we are back here on our normal schedule for something awesome. Yeah, every other week. Every other week now, because uh, it makes things easier for us. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed the Halloween content. Yeah, we try to put everything, we try to put things out every week, so uh, it looks like like quite a few people and by few i mean like at least 20 people tens <laughs> tens of people tens of people watch our content our content i love it though which i appreciate yeah. so much it's better than zero if it's anything more than two because i know i look at it and i know you look at it so if it's anything more than two we're a success i'm happy Fucking i'm happy 100 percent. print the money and <laughs> cut the check <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're back here, and uh, we're going to talk about a movie called Clerks 3. Yeah. So if you haven't seen any of the other Clerks or are not familiar with Kevin Smith, please go do so. Go watch his shit. <laughs> He's made some really good movies. Made some bad movies. <laughs> but He's got a high. He's got a high batting average. He's got a high batting average. I. But but here's the thing yeah. about him. He does it on his own terms. Yeah, 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 he, for sure. He, he does it. Well, now he does it on his own terms, but he doesn't bow to the corporate. Well, sometimes he does, but he doesn't bow to the corporate. Like, what was it? Red State. He pulled out uh, his mortgage. Yeah. To 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 make that fucking movie. And then made a big spectacle about selling distribution rights, and then yeah. sold it for a dollar. Dollar to himself. To himself. Yeah. Um, Which is a great movie. Yeah. But yeah, we're gonna talk about Clerks Three today. Um, before we get into Clerks Three. I want to see if we can give our give like a brief history of our. That's good. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Yeah, not necessarily all his movies, but the Clerks movies specifically. But yeah, I can't talk today. Specifically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so when was the first time you saw Clerks? Uh, first time I saw Clerks. Clerks was the first movie I saw. Uh, that uh, I watched, uh, I believe, like freshman year of high school. Okay. Because I've heard overheard. Some people talk about it like you know saying oh it's a funny movie blah 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 like like the only thing it's in black and white so yeah. i was like i don't care like so clerks came out 94 right 94 okay all right yeah and i think i was a freshman in 98 okay so i saw it in 97 97 i think Honestly, maybe 96 but it was on vhs um, I kept hearing we were actually out in New Mexico for summer break. So it was 97 when I saw it and visiting my family. And my mom was like, let's go to the Blockbuster. Doesn't exist anymore. And go rent a movie. And so we all picked a movie. And I was like, oh, I keep hearing good things about Clerks. Let's see that. Uh, so we got it and watched it. Nobody liked it except me. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> my dad walked out on it. Once, I think it was once we got to the 37 part. My dad's yeah. like, what the fuck are you watching? Wait, what is that anyway? Something like 36. Does that include me? Um, 37. I'm 37? I'm going to class. Oh, my God. 37. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. In a row? It's hilarious <laughs> because as the story goes, it only got sold because of the 37 yeah. part, right? Um... But yeah, I think I saw Mallrats before I saw Clerks. So Mallrats was 96. Yeah, I remember you, you mentioned yeah. you saw Mallrats. Mallrats, I think it was 96 or... Yeah. Do some fact-checking for me. For um, so it might have been 98 when I saw Clerks. It might have been the same time. But I did okay. see Mallrats before I saw Clerks. 
And I saw Mallrats on VHS also because I borrowed it from a cousin. Five, 95. 95. Okay, yeah. so then my time frame is good. All right. Um, yeah, so I saw Mallrats on VHS and then uh, ended up seeing Clerks after. And like remember people saying, oh, this is a good movie. And I was like, oh, I yeah, like Mallrats. I'll check out Clerks. Um, and that, you know, early on, Clerks became my favorite movie of his. Uh, then other movies came out. But yeah, so I... I didn't see, I'm not. I can't say I'm on the ground floor with Clerks, but I definitely yeah, saw I it pretty early. Um, it had already started. Career, yeah. It had already started to like get a buzz because uh, I think even though Mallrats and Chasing Amy had come out probably by the time I saw it, ninety-seven. Yeah. So I think both of those had already come out by the time I saw Clerks. So there was already like buzz going about Kevin Smith, but I just remember everybody always talking about Clerks. So. That's yeah. kind of my history with it, too. It's like nobody in the house liked it. <laughs> I thought funny. it was great. Yeah, I fucking loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, Clerks was that. And then I watched Mallrats and I saw it was on television. I mentioned this before. The worst cut of the, the movie you can ever see. The worst way you can watch Mallrats is a movie. But it's also the most creative telling of the, of the movie. Yeah. With no curses. Right. And just ridiculous ad libs. Yeah. Like most of Jay's dialogue is completely dubbed. Which is hilarious too, like because there's all the drama with him. They didn't want him to be they didn't Jay. Want him to they be didn't Jay. want Jay to be Jay. Uh, but yeah, man, it's, Seth Green was going to be Jay. Yeah, like it came down to Seth Green, Breckenmeyer, and, Meyer, and they Seth wanted Green one was of those the top two. one because yeah. he was. Uh, I think that's when he started Buffy. Oh, okay, yeah, probably. Was it? Or right before? No, 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 no. Right it was before. Before. Yeah. before that. He might have done something else before that. Because yeah, Buffy was ninety-seven. Yeah. Being okay, so we're we're gonna get into it when we talk about Clerks Three. But Rick and I are like super Kevin Smith nerds to where we've listened to all the DVD commentaries, multiple, probably as many times as, we, as we've seen the actual movies separately. Commentaries, um, the podcast. Yes. Uh, Any specials. Evening with Kevin Smith DVDs yeah. where he talks about all this stuff. So there's a lot of stuff in Clerks Three that. All goes back to that, which I think is great. But yeah, that's yeah. So I saw Clerks pretty early. I saw Clerks two in San Diego Comic Con weekend with Bryce and some other friends of ours uh, with a Q and A with Kevin Smith after it was. That was that year. That yeah, two thousand six. Wow. Yeah, because I know. Yeah, two thousand six. Yeah. So that's when I saw, I saw Clerks summer of two thousand six before it came out. Before it came out. Yeah, yeah. and it was I I loved that movie too. Clerks two, I loved that also. So, um, we, I know we both met Jay. Have you met Kevin? Um, not, not like we've met Jay, not like up close, oh, but like, okay. yeah, just like, Hey, how's it going? As he passes by or whatever. Right. Like, right. At the... Not actually getting to stand there and fucking talk to Jay for like 10 minutes. I know. <laughs> who yeah. was so awesome. Cause he was really early in his new sobriety, like yeah. really early. And yeah, I think he, I think it was before he hit his one year. Yeah, it was before he hit his one year. And we went to uh, see any, or, uh, Jay and Silent Bob get old. You guys took me for my birthday, which I thought was great. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah and it was really cool to, to get to talk to him. He had a lot yeah. of nervous energy. He's just drinking Red Bull. Like yeah. Because he couldn't, he's no more heroin. He's <laughs> yeah. got to do Red Bull. Uh, but yeah, but he seems like a completely different person now. So that's he's, good for him, man. Yeah. 10 years now, right? Just over 10 years, I think it has said. to be, yeah. It has yeah. to be over 10 years now, which is great. Yeah, like, good for him. Plus, I mean, he has, like, he has a family now. Like, his priorities are straight now. Yeah. Like, took him a while, but, like, he's back on track where he needs to be, and that's yeah. good for him. Have you had any conversations with Kevin Smith or no? Uh, I have. Okay. I, I met Kevin Smith when he did that Pod Damn It thing. Uh, like, that 24, that was going to be a 24-hour oh, podcast yeah. at the John Lovitz 
or the person we don't say the name of. <laughs> um, Voldemort. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I met him there. I met him a few times. I met his assistant, uh, Megan, at the time. Right. Uh, I did talk to Jordan for like a brief second. Yeah. Um, and I think that was, and then Kevin, I talked to, I got a picture with Kevin, um, oh, very which cool. went up on Facebook. He's like, like everyone's got a picture with Kevin and Jay. Um, <laughs> and it all went up on Facebook except mine wasn't there. Oh, no. So, so here we go. This is going to be the clip. <laughs> Kevin Smith. If you watch this, I had twice. I had, I had options to get pictures with you. And the time that I did was supposed to get that picture. I got that picture. But I don't know who was in charge of the Facebook during that time. I never got to see that picture. Oh, no. I saw the picture with me and um, Kenny Morgan. Oh, yeah, because yeah, Kenny that's Morgan, right. him, and Jay, and yeah, I never, I never got. Uh, yeah, the picture never went up. So that was the first Kenny Morgan podcast too, right? That night, right? Yeah, she yeah. had a podcast too on their Smallcast Network, which was, I ended up listening. To. That was pretty good. She's super entertaining. Good. She's, yeah, she's funny. Yeah, yeah. I like her. And, uh, but yeah, like that picture didn't go up. And I saw the person before me. I saw the person after me. <laughs> but me, picture nowhere to be seen. So oh. I'm putting it out there. If you see this, I want a picture with you. Yeah. Oh, just a picture to remember. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah. Then you can tell them about the time that you sucked off Ben Affleck in the, like the oh, elevator. <laughs> that didn't really happen. That didn't really happen. happen. I like to tease Rick, though. No, no, I went to a taping of. Uh, I think was it Hollywood Babylon or Jay and Bob Get Old? I don't remember. Uh, I might have been Jay and Bob Get Old. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Jay and Bob Get Old. And before that, I went to the Writers Guild, um, Writers Guild of America, like uh, building. Yeah, because they had a Q and A with uh, with Ben and a few other people. I might have. I don't remember what movie it was for, but I was there and I got I got to 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 see that. And then it was time to leave. And when I got into the elevator, there was Ben with his like assistant mm-hmm. and like whatever i'm like oh shit i'm in an elevator with ben affleck yeah um and that's when he brought it up on the podcast because i mentioned it to him yeah um, um did you okay so I it was for ben, he was such a cool argo guy. argo it was argo because that's <sighs> what because that's what you went to go be an extra in yeah i was an extra in argo and i think it was for argo. It was probably after the it was, fact yeah it was after argo. the release yeah. but yeah i think it was like a maybe not a screening but i think if there was something movie aspect to it and then they did a q a about something the movie yeah. yeah it was for argo yeah rick was in a yeah, movie I, with ben affleck yeah i got to <laughs> ben affleck. and i still i still like to say um that uh i was the one that told them like when i talked to him i told him like yo green light project was great i think it was a little bit ahead of its time yeah but big it was time. awesome and then like a year later he comes back and then green light project is back yeah, they reboot it like, yeah that was me. Yeah. Thanks. Which it was a great concept. That was a good concept. Yeah. Like, could you imagine that? Like, uh, starting now. Like, if nobody, it it's it w- kind of hard now. It wouldn't work now because it's so easy to do it yourself anyway. Yeah. But like, it was definitely ahead of its time by a few years. Yeah. I mean, it's still beneficial in the fact that you'll still get like actual Hollywood actors to be in the movie that you wrote. Yeah. But at the same time, like, if you really have that drive, like, you can do it now, even with even with non actors yeah i mean do it old school like kevin smith exactly 100 percent. there was your friends there was two actors in that movie uh marilyn gigliotti and uh brian o'halloran were like the only two real act real actors at the time yeah um and speaking of them Mm -hmm. uh let's talk about clerks three yeah let's get into it man 
So, Clerks 3 came out this year. Uh, Kevin Smith did his tour like he usually does with his movies, mm-hmm. which is uh, why he always makes his money back when it comes to his movies being released, Yeah, uh, which is great. Um, love to see that. But yeah, Clerks 3 brings back pretty much everybody. Fucking everybody. Even yeah. the, some of the customers came back. Yeah. Uh, the only one not back was Lisa Spoonhour because she's passed away. Um, but... Yeah, man, they brought everybody back. And so I, I, I'm i willing to bet there's a lot of people out there that don't like the, quote, meta part of this movie. I was worried about it before seeing it because... Yeah, I knew you were. I know other people were, too. We had just seen... I mean, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back is about going to see stop a movie from being made. A movie of a movie. Yeah. yeah. Jay, and Bi- Jay and Silent Bob reboot is... Sorry to say it, but it is terrible it has its moments there are some moments in that movie that are good but on the whole that movie is terrible and that was another one about a movie making a movie about a movie that was made before and it's a movie of a movie of a remake of that movie yeah and i just i was like oh god this is the third time he's done this i don't know if this is gonna be any good but being a huge clerks fan i was i said i even said this to you i was like as long as he brings in a lot of the stuff he talked about in the commentary or in like Q and A's about yeah. the making of the movie and kind of weaves that in for people who have been around for nearly 30 years. I think that'll be okay. And knowing Jeff Anderson and Brian O'Halloran and how good they are as those characters as Dante and Randall, this movie will be at the very least good. Like it's, I don't think this movie could be bad, but I was just still really worried about it because Jay and Silent Bob reboot was really bad. And I understand what Yoga Hoses was supposed to be, but that's really bad. Um, uh, Yoga Hoses was not for me. Like, I got to say, though, like uh, Kevin Smith is he's batting over 500 for sure. If this were baseball, the dude would be a Hall of Famer because he's only struck out a couple of times. Like, as far as movies go. And of course, for us. I mean, there's other people out there that like the movies. Right, of course. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. For me, it's all subjective. For yeah. me, he's only had a couple of foul balls and a couple of strikeouts. Like, it's... I, I'm even a fan. I know a lot of people like to hate on it because it's fun, but I think people are coming around on it now. I even like Jersey Girl. I think that's a good movie. It's a well-made I movie. I like Jersey yeah. Girl. Jersey Girl is great. But everybody wanted to shit on it because of Jennifer and Ben Affleck and the whole deal and changing the movie or, quote, changing the movie, which he claims it wasn't changed that much. I don't um, know about that. But yeah, it's huh. it's it's one of those things. Like, it's all subjective. Movies, entertainment, right. everything is all subjective. Overall, uh, at first, I was like, arms crossed, like, mm, no. I don't want to like, I don't want to <laughs> like it. I don't want to like it. But at the end of the movie, like after credits rolled and everything, I was like, man, I fucking love this movie. I really genuinely love this movie. So that's where I am overall. I don't want to go too deep because yeah, we're going to we'll go there. deep. Overall but... as well, fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah fucking it's... fantastic. From We're going from one, two to three. Two being one of my favorites of the clerks. Right. Now you got three. And mm. like the, the way everything just comes together, like it fucking punched me in the face yeah you know drop kicked me yeah and then spit on my face and said <laughs> like it fuck you yeah but then it <laughs> makes the you laugh way. but then it makes you laugh too like yeah it's... yeah that has yeah and then it does make you laugh yeah so like it had everything it had heart and okay so i was watching i watched it twice okay yeah uh, second time i watched it with uh some friends that haven't watched it yet oh okay um so i know what was coming 
uh and then have uh and then as we were watching it like no one expected where it was going yeah and like after we finished everyone was like fuck like i wasn't expecting that out of this movie yeah uh had a real like um it wasn't the first movie to do this, but you we always talk about Bryce as well. We always talk about how Shaun of the Dead does that to you. Like it it's funny and it makes you laugh and it's it looks very surface and then it fucking punches you in the gut. And it's like, yeah. oh man. And like all of those movies with Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, and you know, those those movies do that to you. They yeah. they're they seem like they're just super surface and then they punch you in the gut. Yeah. And the deeper yeah. they got. Uh, the deeper you got into this movie, just like with like Shaun of the Dead, because you just brought it up, mm-hmm. like it just starts striking you harder and harder. Yeah. Um, the the some of the the people that came back, I was like, whoa, yeah, let's talk you look that. exactly the same. And then I was like, <laughs> whoa, what happened? Like, uh, Trevor Trevor Furman, who plays Elias, like I I had seen a picture of him a few years ago, so I knew. He does not look the same anymore as he did in Clerks 2. But then when he comes on screen in Clerks 3, I was like, whoa, whoa. And like, so that was kind of like a worry number one, because like part of the charm of that character in Clerks 2 was his look. It wasn't just his personality and the way he talked to the guys. It was like part of his look. He doesn't look like that anymore. Like he he is unrecognizable as the same guy from Clerks 2. And... Well, I mean, I've recognized him, you know. Obviously. I think when, when he did, the, when he went, went all goth, I could not recognize him so at all. I think that was by design. I think there was a moment think, where Kevin so Smith too, realized yeah. this character doesn't have the same charm because he doesn't have the same look. So we're going to fuck with his look and make that part of the charm. And man, did it work. Because as soon as he went to going into costumes and stuff like that, I was like, okay, this character feels like it did again. You know? Um, He transformed himself from being this godly person to this Satanist. But yeah. Which uh, was fucking fantastic. Yeah. The way they pulled it off was like, I hope God strikes you down. Fucking uh, Randall has that heart attack. He just falls over. Um. Brian O'Halloran and and Jeff Anderson they still look like Dante and Randall they just look older like they they still oh, yeah. look it's been like what 30 years just about just about yeah so like you expect that um uh Marilyn Gigliotti looks great and that was a cool like quick cameo having her in it I was like oh wow that's awesome she looks amazing yeah she looks great um and then you know, of course, you get Walt up there playing hockey. Brian Johnson's up yeah, there so the playing hotel, hockey. It's and it's it's the whole Tell Him Steve Dave crew, and it looked like a lot of the original hockey crew from the first movie. Probably was. Yeah. Yeah. Probably was. Uh, I didn't look too deep into the casting because I didn't want to go too deep after. I was like, I, it was hard to uh, stop thinking about this movie when I was done watching it <laughs> both times. Um, but yeah, so like a lot of the original crew. I love that his mom was in it again. I like yes, that uh, yes. Walt played the egg checker guy again oh my god yes uh, and he's like it's been 30 years get the fuck out of here like just little funny things like that um but yeah like and then did you notice the smaller details like uh like you saw the hater tots there like yes. everything around there but one of the things that i missed the first time around was when in the beginning of it where Randall, uh, no, no, I'm sorry, not Randall. Uh, Jay and Bob are in front of the store. Yeah. And the guy's like, hey, like, is anybody working here? 
If you look at his t-shirt, it's a happy scrappy hero pup shirt. Oh I shit, I didn't that. catch that. Yeah, no. I thought I, I caught that the second time I watched it. Like, That's funny. That is hilarious. I want that shirt. That was another good <laughs> scene when he was selling the weed to the guy, even though they have like, a weed store. It's legal. <laughs> and they're like, Yeah, go, go. Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. Um uh, all right, I want to talk about how this movie opens. Um the first movie Black Parade. Yeah. And I like that song, and I like that band. But I don't know if it's just me, but the vol- the audio mix on that open was way the music was, was so yeah. loud, and I was trying to hear what they were saying on the roof, like playing hockey. Like I wanted to hear stuff, but you just couldn't. And then we sat through the entire song, the entire song, and I I know that was a thing in the first movie also with uh, Love Amongst Freaks and yeah. the Clerk song, but that was like two minutes and thirty seconds, not a fucking. Five and a half minute long Song. epic, you know? Yeah, like, when, fuck, man. I was <laughs> first like, watching, like, they're really gonna do this, okay? And I was like, wow, is he killing time? Is it what? What is going? So I was worried right out of the gate. It was nice to see all the characters, and I like that song. But I was like, oh my god, this was literally just like six minutes of credits and opening and hockey, and then the movie starts. I was like, that's that's a lot of time in a movie that's only ninety minutes, you know? And yeah. I do appreciate that for the most part, Kevin Smith sticks to that. 90 to 100 minutes because he feels like movies that especially comedies that go on longer than that you lose interest and i i don't know if i necessarily agree but i think at a time that was definitely something i totally agreed with so i appreciate that he kind of sticks to his time Uh, yeah and six minutes out of 90 minutes is a long time but it ended up not being that bad yeah it wasn't that bad because we got the whole scope of right you know the backstory of dante uh, what happened to um, Becca? Becky. Becky. And we don't get that what actually happened until later. Like well, when he, when you see yeah. that, so when you see that, I was like, wait, what the fuck? I had to rewind. Yeah, no, I did the same <laughs> thing. I was like, what? Yeah. Like, how could they do this to poor Dante? Yeah, fuck. yeah. Uh, and then, of course, I think uh, I found out later is they only had a certain amount of time with yeah. her as well, too. I also think so. it was... She looks exactly the same as she did she 20 years ago. She fucking aged. But like, I don't know nobody else does. <laughs> like, yeah. with Rosario Dawson, she does Fuck. not age. God, she's so gorgeous. And she's so good. And her and Brian O'Halloran and Clerks 2 and in their scenes this movie have such good chemistry together. Like, you really, you really believe it, yeah. man. You really fucking believe it. But yeah, she's fucking, I'm like, wait, what? And I saw that and I was like, God, God damn, that's, that's harsh. And I was like, why the fuck are they doing this? Like, already? We already know from the trailers and the whole premise that Randall has a heart attack and now Becky's gone and fucking what's going to happen? What's Dante? What's Dante's deal like? Ugh. So it really did set the stage for like, I need to know what the fuck's going on in this movie, which I think is super well done. Because a lot of movies now, like, is they don't they don't worry about storytelling. And I I know it's a certain genre of movie. They don't worry about storytelling. They just throw you in. Here's the action. Here's what yeah. you want to see. But I really appreciate that right out of the gate. They hit you with like two or three things really hard. And it's like, now you're going to find out all about this stuff as yeah. we go along. That's why I didn't mind the opening when I watched it the second time. Because I thought too the first time when I watched it, I'm like, it was kind of long. I didn't yeah. really do it on. But as I'm watching it the second time, I also got to see a lot of things I didn't notice before. Yeah. As well as like how well he set the world up. Or even people who unlike haven't even watched it. Because like, there were people on the server that what I was watching with like who have never seen like the other clerks. They haven't seen any of them and they watched this one? I mean, they were, uh, I'll be honest, they probably weren't paying attention as much. All right. But, like, we were just all hanging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but it does set it up pretty well for those who, for some reason, managed to find this movie, you know, first. Yeah. To, to set it up pretty well. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, that was the beginning. Um, I enjoyed it the second time around. Like, it did okay. But the volume was too fucking loud on the song. Right? That's, that's, sorry, that's what I kept loud. coming away with. It was just... Yeah. Oh, we're too old. I don't know. One of the things... No, I think it's because with his... I feel like with streaming and digital media, though, like, I feel like they just can't get their levels right. I, I, it's, it's all movies. It's not just streaming and digital. It's, like, even uh, movies that are... Uh, it's anything that has to get transferred to television, like, or cable, yeah. or... It's... There's something... Because like, the audio is always completely fucked unless you have like a surround sound, sound setup surround yeah sound, and i don't so but i watch this with uh headphones on on a small screen so it doesn't matter um but yeah it was it was still just way too fucking loud and it wasn't because i was like oh it's hurting my ears it was the, one of those things where it's like if you're gonna play the song and make the song the whole focal point of the opening of the movie then don't have your characters engaging in dialogue that we can hear because they're engaging in conversation and dialogue on the roof during the hockey game. And I was strained to try and hear because I know how Kevin writes dialogue and conversation. So it was just one, it was, it's on me 100% on I don't me. Think it was really imperative. No, not at all, but, but I wanted to hear it. If you're going to put it in there, I want to hear it, yeah. you know? So that's again, that's 100% on me. I can't knock the movie for that. Uh, other than what I expect from a Kevin Smith movie, I expect everything to mean something uh dialogue wise and that was obviously just throwaway right uh there were a lot of good references yes in clerks 3 from not only all his movies but the fucking clerks cartoon <laughs> like the, i love that like the doctor dr Lanham. yeah she gives her excuse as to why she's wearing that costume just like the mayor yes in the clerks cartoon <laughs> uh, which i caught the second time yeah i watched it the first time of course the oh it's cold in here it's hot cold yeah you know uh, that, I that caught. yeah yeah right away and i think there was one more clerks oh and i forgot what it was a clerks cartoon one but i don't remember what it was um uh like i said i, I thought yeah. i would remember i should have wrote down um, but yeah, I like those that deep cut with Clerks cartoon. I'm so happy about. That. Oh, oh, I know what it was. It was when um, his wife uh, Jen Schwalbach, yeah, uh, Emma, yeah, where she comes back because uh, she. Uh, okay, That's so this is kind of spoiler, yeah. right? So it's like, yeah, she, she comes back for the money, for her money, yeah, and uh, when she walks away, she says, "Well played, Clerks." Yeah, just like in the Clerks yeah, cartoon, well played, fucking Clerks, yeah, perfect, good stuff. Uh, I was glad that they've had some of that stuff in there. The Hoth Cold stuff was pretty funny. I was like, God damn it, that's a good one. Um, I did like when he goes, so in the Clerks cartoon, Randall would do this giggle where he'd go, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I love that giggle. And it was in the, only in the cartoon. He didn't do it in the first movie. He didn't do it in Clerks 2. Did he do it in the he does it in Clerks Three when they're talking about scenes to go in the movie. He goes, "Remember that time we went to Julie Dreyer's funeral and he knocked the casket over?" And he goes, "That was you." And he goes, "It was? That's a good scene." And he writes it down, but he does the giggle before he oh, I brings watch it up. Again. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember the giggle, but I remember yeah. the Julie Dreyer part. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So I thought that was cool. Just the little the little nods, and then, um, now I want to get to the nerdy shit that okay. I want to talk about. All the stuff that you heard in the commentary for Clerks or in the 10th anniversary commentary because they did a separate one or in like Evening with Kevin Smith where he talks right. about the making of Clerks. Like the scene where Jay didn't want to dance. Yeah. And that's right from 
the commentaries and the evening with Kevin Smith stories where it's three o'clock in the fucking morning. There's literally five people on set and that's including Jay. And he refused to dance in front of everybody. And he made everybody go inside the store so he could dance. And I thought that was cool. And I like that. Yeah. The what the fuck is this? I don't talk like this. Snoopy oh, yeah. Boochies? Who says that shit? And he goes, you literally say that all the time. And he, Kevin tells that on the first Evening with Kevin Smith DVD that he didn't like the way, Jay didn't like the way he wrote he him. Talking, and yeah. he's like, what do you mean you don't like that? That's, it's you. It's just you. Uh, and then the over-delivering of lines. Yes. Because that's also from the stories. Um, and then the part where uh they are shooting the end where it's a bunch of fine looking women oh yeah not all of them were lasagna for lunch and that was supposed to be a line jay said and originally he couldn't hit it and exactly what they did he's what the fuck i'll just do it and then he goes right back in and fucking hits the line he goes fuck and it's like that's (laughs) i love it man i just love all that little stuff that they talk about absolutely yeah yeah hitting everything that i wanted to hit too yes yeah all those little things from behind the scenes like because we just know way why the much. shutters are closed why the shutters are closed too that was the other one yeah. the gum stuck in and i loved like in that opening shot where he just goes Whoop. yeah like i just thought <laughs> it would have been that slate. easy like yeah. clean slate but you know they, he goes i wrote it into the script so we could shoot at night and it's yeah. like yeah that's exactly why he wrote it into the script so they could shoot at night and get away with it yeah. um oh the uh place where he held auditions yeah. Uh, original place where you held auditions. Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, fuck, I forgot the name of it. Atlantic something. Yeah. Theater. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You get a bunch of cameos there as well, too. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> my girl, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Buffy. Freddie Prince. Freddie Prince. Which was great. I like that he was playing himself, though. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Like, he was uh, just him. Ben Affleck. Affleck fucking destroys, man. He's so funny at the, in that it's sequence. Fucks, like I'm not even supposed to be here today. Like just fucking yeah. So His good. lion face, lemon face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's a Jane Bob strike back callback. Yeah. Good stuff, dude. Like I, all of that stuff I thought was great. The only thing. Oh, then, oh we can't forget. What? Uh, Hollywood Babylon. Oh, Ralph Garman. Ralph Garman. Yeah, do it like Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> Pacino it. Yeah. Ooh, wow. uh, yeah, good stuff, man. I really, really like that. And his mom is also. Yeah. Because, like, you know what? You need an old lady here. Just says course words. <laughs> his mom pops up. Like, Who wrote this shit? <laughs> like, their mother should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah. They're, I uh, I definitely liked them. all that stuff, man. All the, all the callbacks to the actual production of the movie. The way that the movie went from color to black and white when they were like shooting, and oh, when they were shooting, it. Yeah, 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 and where it was like where it was where we're talking about it. Now we're gonna shoot, and then they're all. And then Bob thing. just gives his whole monologue yeah. on why why he, <laughs> he wanted to shoot, to shoot in black, black and white. And white. <laughs> the florist and lies. I just get a call, and then just yeah. gets all technical. And he's like, about also, it. it's a lot cheaper. Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I I really dug that because it was just. That's when when they started shooting the movie is when it really started to like hit me because they're on the same costumes and all that stuff and like yeah the they, same sweaters the they same show the outfits. scene where when Dante hops over the counter and starts putting the nail polish on Marilyn Gigliotti's and it's like wow oh, oh yeah, my god scene, like that yes. one I was like oh fuck man and then 
the stuff in the video store with Jay and Bob before they start shooting was really funny mm. where he gave him back a tape. And like the other thing I think is great is that uh, people may not know this. I'm sure they will now because it'll come out. But the numbers that Randall gives them are the actual numbers that it costs to make clerks. Was it? Yes. The 28,000, blah, 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 blah. But the That's first one. That's what I was one, thinking too, but I thought they were off. No, they're exact. The 10,000 was what he wanted to shoot it for. Oh, okay. And then it got over budgeted and they ended up doing getting the it's a, but the two numbers that he gives out are the numbers. Like so I was like, oh that's hell right. I yeah. Think if I remember correctly, yeah, that's right. I yeah, and I like, uh, like and twenty-eight cents, exactly. And it's like, oh Jesus, that's exactly <laughs> what it costs to make that first one. Um but yeah, like that's when the movie really started to hit me because that's when it gets it starts getting fun. Um like the yeah. opening is the setup, which is cool. Act two is the making of the movie, which is the fun. Uh, and there is some serious stuff in there with Dante and uh, Be- Becky. And Graveyard. I got to say, man, like. That was so good. In those, because there's three of them. In those three scenes with Dante and Becky, Brian O'Halloran fucking brings his A game, man. He's a professional like, actor. I know, but he's, but he's only done these Kevin Smith movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's done other things here and there, yeah. but like. And he is a really good actor, and you could see that in the original Clerks. Um, but he really fucking brings his A game in those three oh, scenes 100%. with Rosario Dawson, man. One hundred percent. And yeah. the fight, uh, when the twist, when the swerve happens at the end, when they're getting ready to shoot the fight scene in Clerks, and he's yelling at him. Oh yeah. And then yeah, yeah. spoilers, fucking Dante has a heart attack. Yeah. And uh, there's. Uh, there is some, and then when it happens, it's like, okay, there's been some foreshadowing of this happening. Right. Like the doctor even says like, Hey, you got to take care of yourself too. Cause if you eat anything like this guy does, you hang out with him all the time. You're going down the same path. So here's the thing about that. When, when she mentioned that, I'm like, oh, okay. So one of them is going to die. Yeah. And uh, right away I thought like, like, I know this was kind of this was supposed to be kind of like let's say like a misdirection throwaway. I don't want to say throwaway, yeah. but misdirection. But like with how much I know he loves this, the character Rand. I like I know he loves all his characters, yeah. but like I know he wanted to play Randall. It was based you know? on him. Yeah, yeah. It's why Randall has uh, all well, the lines. Brian Johnson, right? Um, but like I honestly thought like it was it was going to be Randall. I thought that was the thing. Like I felt like the twist was yeah like oh let's try to make it like gonna be dante but it's really yeah. gonna be randall because randall's a character like everybody loves and also the fact that they go out of your uh, way Jeff to anderson make is, you hate him in this uh movie, doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? um so i thought they would kill him off you mm-hmm. know um but no they fucking twist yeah. that. um so then again there's like the anxiety stuff he has problems with and all that like you can see it coming not see it coming but when it happens you're like fuck i should have seen that coming yeah um but they go out of their way to make you hate randall at a couple points in this movie and it's like you're never supposed to hate even in the in the first two movies um randall's supposed to be like dante's fucking brick wall to lean on like he's an asshole about it but that's fucking that's that's his guy like you know and they go out of their way to make Randall a real like fucking arrogant prick. This is fucking best friend partner. Yeah, and um, whew, fuck, here we go. Uh, they go out of your way to out of their way to make you hate him, and you don't want to hate that character yeah. at all. So like when you start to feel that, like it fucking hurts, man. Even like, when Elias is fucking yelling at him too. 
Yeah, I gotta say, fucking thank you, Kevin Smith, because I was already in shambles when that scene happens in the fucking hospital. And I'm doing my best to keep it together right now. Um, when he's fucking wearing the King Diamond face paint with the goddamn top hat and yelling at Randall in the hospital. And oh. then... <laughs> Like I'm fucking, I'm I'm dying. I'm literally crying, like openly, just weeping, sobbing, and not being quiet about it. And he fucking dusts the hat off and flips it and put it on. I was like, "You son of a bitch! God damn it!" The bell, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, when that scene happens in the store, and he's yelling at Randall, and then it cuts to Silent Bob, and he's like, "Let me fucking film it because this is good." And then he has the heart attack and then Randall goes, Oh, big deal. I had a heart attack too. Like again, yeah. they make Randall a really arrogant prick uh, throughout a lot of this movie. And it's like stuff that like, you know, when he's in the hospital and he's like, okay, I got to get back. And he's like, and, and when he says that I'm feeling exactly what fucking Elias is feeling. Like, and, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. It's and like... it's, it's just fucking, it's rough because like at a point you get to, I get to that and I'm like, well, fuck you. Randall can't come back from this. This character cannot, for me, cannot come back from this. And uh, they managed to get it to come back. And uh, when he leaves, when he realizes he's being a dick and leaves presumably to go finish editing the movie um, to show to Dante uh, the way that they intercut uh, footage from the original movie was fucking heartbreaking, Dude. man. That 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 scene, okay, that scene was fucking heart wrenching. Like he comes in, like he gets Jay and Bob to help uh, run a diversion so he can go in and see uh -huh. uh, Dante because you know he's fucking dying. Yeah, in the hospital, so he runs a diversion. That looks funny. <laughs> um, he gets in there to bring the laptop to him to show, and the way he, like. It was like a higher up moment from Clerks 2 where he where he said, like, come on, like, you're my best friend. Yeah. You know, like, I can only do this with you. Like, it was a higher up moment from that. Him being an asshole throughout this entire fucking movie and finally redeeming himself. Yeah. I'm like, you've always been my Han. You were never the low bot or, yeah. or, or, or any of the other guys. Like, you, yeah. you've, like Han was old, or you were always my Luke. Yeah. And they're watching the movie. And then you see cut between uh, what they shot. And, and the actual the first movie, and then you see Dante. As soon as you see Dante in that theater, you're like, "I was like, you motherfucker, this is fucking it, you, you And then they bring in Rosario, Rosario Dawson's character, Becky, and like they're walking away. They're fucking that's yeah. Like, that's like uh, this was where our kind of like we're, we're like worriness for like how meta it was going to be. Yeah, got flipped on on its head. Yeah, because. Uh, we didn't see them as their current selves were making this movie. It was them and their past selves. Right. Okay, so he was watching his life basically flash before his eyes before he died. Yeah. And this was like the most beautifully done death I've seen. Like, fuck, here we go. I gotta I gotta say it, but it's gonna be rough when he goes when he goes, let's go. And she goes, You don't wanna see the ending? He goes, No, I trust yeah. the director. He's also yeah. my best friend. And it's like, oh, fuck, man. If you clip this, please don't zoom in on me. I'm not like, clipping this. Please. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's... it's. I've tried to talk about this several times before we... Because it's been 
you know, almost a month at this point since it came out and like three weeks since I've seen it the first time. And every time I try and fucking talk about this movie, I, I fucking get like this. And it, it's hard because, you know, like we've grown up with these characters from, well, pretty much almost the start. Yeah. You know, whether it was from the first Clerks movie to, uh, to now, yeah. even through the in-between where they made their cameos in the other movies. Yeah. Like, um, we've just, you just grown up with these characters. Like you're like, they're, they're your friends. Just like when you watch a television show and yes, like this isn't real, but it's still a goddamn fucking story. That yeah. Was, that was told extremely well for what I think you and what other people might have concerns with because it was so meta. Right. And uh, uh, they managed to bring it all together. Yeah. And, and the, the way, and then the funeral part too, like, Everyone there sitting down was like people from everyone. Like you knew everyone from like the podcast and like from the other movies. Like yeah. his daughter was there. Um, and uh, the eulogy that he gives, you know, it's like you're where you, you're not even supposed to be here yeah. today. Like that crushed me so bad. Yeah. Um, because of we, how much shit Dante gets through the clerks one and two. And you know, three, and, then and now then three, three, it's piled on by him, the guy three, who's supposed to be like, his best friend. You know, him saying, like, remember going to him, going to saying uh, Empire had the better ending because it ended on such a down note. Mm-hmm. Like, this movie ends on such a fucking down note. Yeah. Like, he didn't get his break. You know, like, he had, he was getting that happy ending. He then he got cut off. He got taken away. Got taken away. And now, like, like it ends on such a down ending. Oh, yeah. But he gets to be with Becky. Yeah. And the way they played that was just perfect. 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 Yeah. It was perfect. It was fucking perfect. Um, I fucking love this movie. And the more I'm glad we waited a few weeks to talk about it, because the more I reflected on it and then watching it a second time, like when we do our list, it's going to be this is a contender. it's going to be up there, man. And I want I'm going to say it now because I'm going to say it again when we do that episode where we rank all the viewest universe movies. So there's only eight of them. But we're talking about seven amazing fucking movies and one stinker. So it's going to be that seven that are awesome are going to be very hard for me to uh, like move around yeah. on my list. Like it's not going to be like. One through seven, it's like one, one A, one B. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, you gotta it's, make it's, a decision. Yes, and but I love doing that. I love forcing myself to do that. And I, since I saw it, Chasing Amy has always been my favorite movie Same. in this universe. And this movie, being as good as it is, is going to give it a run for its money, man. I like, I can't. I'm gonna watch them all again before we do this listing. And maybe I'll feel different about Amy than I that now than I did originally or over the last you know twenty years or whatever. But yeah, I uh, when I watched uh, Clerks three again, like I think it was a year or two ago, like um, I did end up watching Amy as well too. And like those two movies are just so hard. Like they're so up there. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people don't like just Clerks too. Like a lot of people don't like Clerks too, which is weird to me. Like I liked Clerks too when I first watched it. I didn't think it was the best one. I didn't yeah. think it was like all that. I think when I rewatched it when I was at that same age they were. Right. It just hit different. Yeah, it does, man. It really does. It's a goofy saying, but it really does just hit you differently as you get older. 
and yeah this was fucking fantastic dude like I, I can't say from start to finish it was fantastic but once once they get once randall gets out of the hospital that's where the ball it really down. fucking picks up like and it moves man like uh again i want to talk about a, a commentary on the dogma commentary kevin smith is like telling stories about the movie and then they get to the bar uh where asriel shows up at the bar and he's like fuck we're already here man this movie moves it just moves and like all of kevin smith's movies do that even the bad ones they fucking they move you never feel like you're sitting on anything for too long yeah um so even though we were saying how long the opening was to clerks three in the context of the whole movie and then watching it again a second time like you said it just it does it fits it, it it's moving it's rolling that makes sense it's, yeah, yeah it's constantly moving and yeah and i think for this movie i think that was also a little bit more by by design than usual because he knew he was going to be hitting on some shit that's going to fuck people all up and he wanted to kind of keep it moving and yeah it was great uh that ending like i almost wanted it to end when they walked out of the theater I kind of want. I kind of was wishing. I thought like, wow, that's a great ending. It's a great fucking ending. And, but uh, but no, it's still like when they go to the funeral even, sequence. Even the funeral sequence. And then I was great. like, when it fucking zooms out after he says, "I'm not even supposed to be here today," or "You're not even supposed to be here today." I was like, fucking credits. This is gonna be amazing. And then they go back to the store, and it's like, oh, what are we doing back at the store? And then it's like, it's no, it's, it's uplifting us. So we're not as fucking sad walking out of the movie. Like, I don't think Kevin wanted us to walk out of the movie and want to, because we're so fucking sad. (laughs) Uh, Not the empire strikes ending. (laughs) Right. So it has the pullback and I like Harley being the milkmaid. Yes. That's what I was going to say. But yeah, I thought that was really cool too. Um, It was all oatly milk. Yeah. 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 And then the other part. So again, I think I'm good. We get the pullback. The happens the, the happy, pullback the happy from, from one and two. Because yeah. two did the pullback two also. Two did the pullback as well. Um, so we get the pullback, and it's like, all right, they're okay. They're okay. Then you see Harley, and you get your last laugh because it's fucking Harley being the milkmaid, which was Kevin's mom in the original movie. Yeah. So it's like the granddaughter is now the milkmaid. I think. <laughs> and if you're a fan, you know that stuff. If you're not, it's just like a throwaway thing. But this movie's not made for anybody that doesn't know the history of the movies. Yeah. Like, so if you don't know the history of the movies and you didn't like this movie, I totally fucking get it. But there's so much here to like. So then again, like, uh, pans back. I'm still fucking crying, but at least I'm smiling. And I'm like, all right, we're good. <laughs> and I'm sitting there watching the credits, just enjoying the song because it's a good song. And then Kevin Smith starts talking. During the credits. And oh, that's right, yeah. Tells the story about how there was supposed to be talking uh, during the pullout, but he yeah. pulled it at the end because he didn't think it fit. And then he tells this whole story about how it's an interview with Randall being read off by somebody, the voice of Smod, as he called it. And it's Randall at 90 years old who continued to make movies and all this stuff. And he says that, you know, I used to say that these jobs would would be great if it wasn't for the yeah. fucking customers. But now here I sit reflecting on my life and career and realize that this job, these jobs are great 
Because of the customers. Because of the fucking customers. And I started fucking <laughs> again, like I'm about to do right now. And it's just, ugh, it's so fucking good, man. It's so good. For the context of the movie, yes. Yeah. For real life, fuck the customers. <laughs> but, and again, so, all right, now we're kind of done with that spoiler stuff and talking about the movie as a whole. We obviously loved it. This is going to be high on our list when we do the ranking stuff. But now let's talk about what might have been. Because this is the second pass. I was going to bring that up too, yeah. And I feel like all the Dante shit was in the original script. It had to have been. Because of the way I heard Brian Johnson talk about it and Walt talk about it on Tell Him Steve Dave and uh, when they were doing, um, when he was doing the morning show with his wife. And she talked about how like this is this is the only thing you've ever written that I love, and it's like okay, so knowing what I know from back then and what this movie ended up being, um, I feel like all that Dante stuff was in the original script. I really do, and I feel like maybe it was, but it was for Randall. No, I bet it was for Dante, and I feel like getting there was different because how uh, Kevin had his heart attack. And I, I really feel like everything that happened with Dante was already in the script. And all that was changed was how we got there. So it didn't become as obvious. I don't know, though. Maybe one day we'll get the script. Maybe one day he'll fucking release that table read he did. Um, I would love for him to put it on the fucking DVD or Blu-ray of this thing. Because... Uh, well, he said he's never going to release it. He said, they all, like, I mean, of course... That's what people say. Yes, I know, but like, he's got a. I wonder if like people signed like a non disclosure. Yeah, they did. Oh, they did. Yeah, they did. That's why like I looked for like. Yeah, no, it's never find it. Yeah, NDA. There was no devices in the theater when they read it. It was all super tight. But you, but you know he recorded it. You know he recorded it. You know he recorded it. And if he didn't, like fucking. Do bust a Quentin Tarantino man and release the script as a as a book so we can fucking read it, please. Like, I want to know what that original story was. I'm not saying that I don't like this story or that maybe it was better than this story. I think this movie was fucking amazing, and it's probably either the best or second best technically movie Kevin's ever made. I think, uh, and I, I I don't know if people disagree with me on this or not, but I think Red State is like the best movie he's ever made like technically script wise the way he shot it everything i think that movie is as good as it can fucking get as far as making a piece of cinema and i think this one is right up there with it i love those early movies because they had that really the fucking diy feel to it but i think clerks three is like one of the best things he's ever produced um but i I just i want to know I want to no, know. I want to know too. I will. Will we know, Kevin? Yeah. We know? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, but I'd like. But I'm to. happy with what we got. Oh, 100 yeah. percent. But but immediately, as soon as I fucking stopped weeping like a little bitch with a skin knee, to paraphrase <laughs> Jay in Jay and Bob Strikes Back, uh, I immediately thought, how much of this was in the original movie? Obviously, the Randall. I, I thought that too. Obviously, yeah. the Randall heart attack wasn't because that didn't happen until after Kevin had his, but. I feel like this Dante stuff had to be there. The loss oh, of really? the wife had to be there. 
um, him dealing with Randall's bullshit and continuing because that, that's the theme of these movies. I know this movie is about Randall, but if you watch all three of these movies, it's about the continuous pile of shit that keeps getting heaped onto Dante. Yeah. And you know what's funny is that we could possibly, like anyone could possibly ask him with the, the, how many quite like Q&A. Yeah, but he won't do it. He won't do it. Like, I don't think yeah. he, he he would he would definitely that's a, say that's a very good i'm like i'm glad you brought that up because i would have never thought like that would like maybe this wasn't the original script that he wrote before that mm-hmm. um but when now that you mentioned it kind of like went through that like that, that kind of makes sense i mean it would like because he did say the other movie was really dark yeah remember dante was supposed to die in the first movie and they bring that up in the clerk's oh story. yeah yeah that too yeah I think Dante was supposed to die in this movie, even in the first pass of the script. Honestly, I really feel like Dante would have, was going to be gone. Yeah, but I well, the world may never, never know. know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I fucking loved this movie, and I I like to watch Kevin Smith movies over and over and over again, especially the ones I really love, um, even the ones that have a little bit deeper shit like I, I mean they did when i was like 17 when i saw chasing amy that one's deep but that's not really that deep but when you're a 17 year old idiot that's fucking deep um i don't know how many times i could return to this movie to watch it i forced myself to watch it a second time so it would be a little fresher when we talked about it today but i don't know if I can continually go back and I watch this movie, to go back to it. but then again, I'm Mr. Depressed Fest. So yeah. Uh, and I'm, I, I try not to be, um, I talked about it. I mean, this is more of a, a real life deal, but I talked about it on that audio only episode I did with my buddy, Brian about, uh, the movie that Bam made called Haggard. And the lead in that movie is played by Ryan Dunn, who was Bam's best friend. Right. And Ryan Dunn died tragically in a car accident. And because I had been watching their content for so long, like it hit me really hard. And I felt like I lost somebody I knew, even though never met Ryan Dunn, never had an interaction with him, nothing, but it, but it felt like I, you know, I lost a friend and, um, it was really hard to go back and watch that movie again, uh, to talk about it with Brian because I hadn't watched it since before Mm -hmm. Ryan had passed away. And, uh, I know Brian O'Halloran is still alive, Yeah, but, um, no, but I, I kind of get that because like I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like these guys are my friends. As stupid yeah. as that sounds, man. Like, like I was characters. like I was like fifteen when fictional I characters. Yeah, <laughs> fictional characters. Yeah, fictional I was like fifteen or sixteen when I saw Clerks the first time, and I don't know. You just you you they're so real because you know they're they're actors. Or Brian is an actor, but he's not an actor at that time he's still really young so it feels very real and very grounded it feels very like i i know these people or i could know these people or i will one day know these people and then seeing clerks 2 and how how it moved forward and clerks 3 like again i don't know as, as dumb as this sounds i feel like i lost a friend watching dante die in this fucking movie man i felt the exact same way and <laughs> and, I, and 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 you know what i think i know the reason why um uh because i kind of like uh felt this too is because 
You're Randall, and I'm Dante. <laughs> Except I'm not. I'm not a dickhead like Randall. He's not, but he's not that. But I'm a dickhead. Kid. I'm an asshole for sure. But again, it's for your own good. Uh, <laughs> that is not as intrusive as as as, uh, as Randall. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Maybe I think that I think that's what it is, man. Is like I don't know. Like I I, I have a friendship said, like that. Like, yeah. The Dante, you're the Randall. Yeah, I have friendships and, like that, and you you and are I mean, in that friendship. Yeah, so it's like, just and, and it's because their friendship is so tight. Like, and you just see that in like every friends you have made, especially yeah. the ones that you put you hold close to your heart, yep. and the ones that you see every fucking day, every Friday. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and like again, want to go hang out at Jay's house? Like, I've known Jay since I was fucking senior in high school. Yeah, like, exactly. So I've known Jay for almost that makes sense. Twenty five years at this point, like it's. I've known you for almost 20 years at this point. It's been insane. 17 years. And it's insane how long we've Yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it definitely, it, that's got to be it, man, because it's, those characters are so relatable. And yeah. that's what always makes good characters and what makes good stories. And yeah, I just, oof, man. It's a fantastic movie. Yeah. We obviously love this movie. And we highly recommend to see it. I feel like everyone's already watched it if they're watching this. <laughs> like, so. how, how, how can you, like, not watch a Kevin Smith movie if you're not already a fan. Right, yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, what? Like, I don't know. You got anything else? I was going to wrap up. No, nah, man. I'm, that's it. I'm fucking... I don't want to cry anymore. Okay. So I don't want to go back to talking about it. So, so yeah. I guess that's just going to be it for that. Because uh, um, let us know what you think. Because like, we went pretty deep on this one, obviously. Because it's one of... Uh, he's one of our favorite directors. Um, as well as all these actors. Yeah, and his, his characters series. and his dialogue is very near and dear to our hearts. So, yeah, it's, so if this was going to be a longer episode... We will, We are going to have another episode ranking the just a viewer skew movies. So, um, if you if you have your rankings, let us know in the comments. Yeah. You know, also what you thought about this because we want to know. We want to interact with you. We want to talk to you. We love talking Kevin Smith. Yeah. You know, it'd be great if we had him on the show. Yeah, it would be awesome. <laughs> I've been saying that since the last podcast. <laughs> uh, but that will never happen. Nah, um, but yeah, uh, let us know, and uh, that's going to be it for us. So, uh, don't forget also to. Uh, check out all the links below as well as the music which is by uh no taxes nigel bravo uh aka stoat crow comedy that's crow with a k comedy with a k you can find him on twitch where he streams games the links below and uh Bandcamp, where you hear where you can get the sweet music you're hearing right now as rick is wrapping us up and uh all free yeah Sorry, all royalty free, royalty free yeah, yeah. And you can um, use it. Yeah, he, he, made, he had a problem and he made some music and to fix the problem. Uh, so that's going to be it for us this week. And we'll see you in two weeks. Yeah.